Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 37 of Did You Bring the Hummus podcast. I'm Kimberly, your host, and I'm super excited to be here with you today. Did You Bring the Hummus is a podcast to help you go vegan. This season, I'm sharing new episodes every Monday discussing all things vegan. Most importantly, we'll talk about how to embrace this meaningful decision with fervor and fun. Episodes post every Monday on your favorite podcast app. Before we get started, I have one very important question for you. Did you bring the hummus? So far this season, it's been all interviews, but today it's just me. Today, I wanted to talk about a story that's been in the news the past week that has been on my mind. Maybe you've heard the story, but haven't thought much about it. Or maybe like me, you've been heartbroken by it. Either way, I hope you'll listen and I hope you'll take action by asking yourself the question I ask at the end. I want to talk today about the pink pigeon who was found in a park in New York City last week. Since the bird was found and abandoned and no one has stepped forward to claim him as theirs or as the party responsible for dyeing his body pink, his full story isn't known. What we do know is someone found him in Madison Square Park and brought him to Wild Bird Fund, a wildlife rehabilitation and education center in New York City, where Flamingo hung on for about a week before he died. His cause of death is being attributed to the inhalation of the hair dye fumes. Flamingo was a domesticated king pigeon. This means when he was released into the wild, and you better believe I was using air quotes there, He was ill-equipped to fend for himself. When the Wild Bird Fund took him in, though, he was already emaciated. Was he neglected at home before being dyed pink and left in the park to die? My guess would be yes. Need I remind you he arrived at Wild Bird Fund having been dyed pink? In doing some research, I learned that domestic king pigeons are white birds typically bred for food. They are terrible at flying, and because of their white feathers, are often confused with doves and used for releases. Since they do not fly well, this typically does not end well. A New York Times article that I read about Flamingo noted that in 2002, during a 9-11 ceremony, hundreds of king pigeons were released in a symbolic gesture, but because they can't fly well, they immediately plunged into the water and onto the cars on the surrounding roadways. Sounds pretty horrific to me, for both the pigeons and the humans who witnessed this. Reading this story and following the updates for the brief time Flamingo was under appropriate care broke my heart over and over. People often ask what the hardest thing about being vegan is. They typically assume it's trying not to eat animals, especially when you've grown up doing just that. But it's not that. Not for me, anyway. The hardest part of being vegan is knowing what I know, knowing the horrors that humans are capable of, because I've seen the footage of them doing just that. The hardest part is witnessing people who see animals as less than, or here for our use, who contribute to the suffering of so many without even a thought, who either cannot or refuse to see the suffering through the victim's eyes. This doesn't just make me sad, though. It makes me angry, too. I've spoken with people who have said things like, I've seen those videos of factory farms, and they're terrible, but I just don't believe that happens everywhere. Or they'll ask me if I saw the story of a cow, pig, or sheep who escaped a transport truck, 
and then tell me how they were rooting for that being to get away without a thought to what happened to the beings who remained on that truck. They'll tell me about how sad they were that their backyard chicken was taken by a predator while eating a chicken sandwich. We have to take the blinders off. Stop seeing what you want to see and ignoring what is actually happening. If listening to me right now is making you uncomfortable, that is a good thing. It means you are acknowledging the disconnect. Change is always scary, but you have the opportunity right now to stop being part of a nightmare of billions of animals experience every day. If you're a DIYer, I have lots of blogs and podcast episodes you can listen to to get started. There are countless resources and websites out there. If you're ready to take a look at how you can change your life and the lives of others and you want help, reach out to me. I would love to work with you. Look, there's a lot to be thankful for among all of the sadness. I won't deny that. Seeing the beauty and the kindness that humans are capable of fills my heart with love. Knowing that there are many people like me who are doing what they can to make a difference, engaging in the world differently, even when inconvenient, to show others there is another way, that we don't need to continue hurting others. It is the hope that I see in other activists, in the joy I witness in the animals who have found sanctuary, in the possibility of a conversation that sparks a bit of veganism in a person with whom I'm speaking. That's what keeps me going. I'd like to go back to Flamingo, though, for one final point about kindness. The assumption is that Flamingo was dyed pink because he was an unfortunate victim of a gender reveal party. So let's talk about that for a moment. We have a better understanding of gender these days. We know that it can be fluid. We know that just because a parent tells a child, you're a boy or you're a girl, that the child doesn't always agree or resonate with that label. We know that some people are non-binary and don't really feel connected to any particular gender. So why the F are we still having gender reveal parties? And don't tell me it's because your friends and family need to know what color or what kind of clothing to buy for your baby shower. Colors are not gendered. People decided that blue was for boys and pink was for girls. But there's no actual truth in that. Stop telling children who they are and stop telling your friends and family who your kids are before they're even born. I know, I'm not a parent and so many parents will just write this off because I don't know what I'm talking about because I'm not a parent myself. And I'm not an expert on gender, but I am a human who believes in leading with kindness and compassion. I believe in listening to others when they talk about who they are and how others hurt or help them with their words and their actions. We can't and won't be experts in all things, but we have a responsibility to ourselves, our loved ones, and all other sentient beings on this planet to learn and grow every single chance we get. I do hope that you check out that New York Times article I've linked in the show notes. You'll see a photo of Sweet Flamingo, this poor bird who died because many humans see animals as things here for their use. You'll also see in that article a few examples of how gender reveal parties have led to the destruction of forests and the death of a human. I'll leave you with one of my favorite Maya Angelou quotes. It's a reminder to all of us to strive to be the best humans we can be. And each time we learn where we're falling short, 
like our involvement in cruelty towards animals, misgendering a friend, or believing only certain people should have certain rights. We can look at what we're doing and ask if it aligns with who we think we are and who we want to be. If you find you're not aligned, how can you get there? Maya will tell you. Do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, do better. I hope you found this episode helpful and inspiring. Please subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you're loving it, please give Did You Bring the Hummus a five-star rating. It's an easy way to keep supporting the show. You're also invited to join my free private Facebook group for fans of the show. You can find the link in the show notes. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Did You Bring the Hummus and visit my website, didyoubringthehummus.com, for more information about me, updates on what I'm working on, new podcast episodes, and all things vegan. Finally, I would love to hear from you. What do you need help with? Is there a topic you want to hear covered on a future episode? DM me on Instagram or send me an email at didyoubringthehummus at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.